This is Dr. Jeff Langmaid from The Evidence-Based Chiropractor, and you're listening to Cairo Candy with Billy Sticker. You're listening to Cairo Candy, the podcast of sweet chiropractic success. Here's your host, Billy Sticker. Hey, everybody. What's up? This is Billy Sticker here, and this is episode number 82 of Cairo Candy, and I am excited. I'm excited. I hope you guys saw the bonus episode that came out just a couple of days ago. Um, if you did, I'm asking if you, you know, hope you're saying I hope you saw it. I actually hope you heard it. Um, I use that app. Uh, it's called Boss Jock, I think. Uh, for my phone, and I was actually standing in my living room when I recorded it, and so it's very, very echoey, which even these, uh, just the typical podcast sound echoey sometimes. Uh, our living room, I think the ceilings are like, I don't know, 18 feet or something, and so it's, you know, tile floors, and the acoustics are horrible, but I hope you found the content pretty exciting. Uh, I built a headache campaign and I gave it to you guys, or I'm giving it to you guys for free. Okay. Uh, all you have to do is just download it. It'll go straight into your ClickFunnels account. If you don't have a ClickFunnels account, uh, you can sign up for a two week free trial, but it's, it's so good because it it's, all the landing pages are done. I even show you the Facebook ads that we use. Uh, I have a trainee that goes through explaining to you, you know, what you need to do to to tweak it, to update it. So if you haven't done so, uh, you definitely need to check that out. I'll put a link in the show notes to this episode uh, about it also. But uh, great, great interview for you on this episode with Dr. Eric Brower of Amped. Uh, super, super guy. Whenever I did the interview with Dr. Uh, Jeremy and Amanda Hess, uh, Dr. Jeremy asked me later, you know, after the interview, he's like, hey, do you need, you know, some ideas for some other guest? He said, uh, I know a couple that would be fantastic. And this was one of the one of the guys that he uh, wanted me to reach out to. And I'm really glad he did because it's really good. Um, I'm excited about what he shared. And one of the things he talks about, and I don't want to steal his thunder, but I'm actually we had a meeting tonight at church. Let me change stories real quick. Had a, uh, a worship meeting at church tonight, and I was talking with one of the other guys, and and I brought up this comment because I heard it, you know, on this interview. Doctor uh, Brower had made this point that there's no growth without stress. You know, we stress causes us to make changes. It should, you know, and typically for the better. If not, it's gonna you know hurt us. But you know, when you work out. You, it's stress on the muscle that causes that muscle to fatigue and then it grows back stronger. Uh, so anyway, this is just, it's really good stuff because, you know, the title of this episode, um, you know, it, we don't go, I, I'm rambling and I, I can tell, so I'm just excited. We don't go into most of these interviews with a title in mind. Uh, some docs have some ideas on what they like to talk about, so we may kind of have a built-in title. But a lot of them are just like this. It's just us sitting down having a conversation, uh, and then I'll try to pull out some nuggets from the interview to come up with a you know creative title that's uh, that's a creative title. But with this one, you know, I, I titled this episode "Get Uncomfortable." And so that's what we all need to do. We, you need to push yourself to get uncomfortable because that's where you're going to see the growth. So, uh, without further ado, let's get on over into the interview. 
guys, help me welcome Dr. Eric Brower to the show. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks, Billy. Good, good. So you're up in New York. Yeah, that's right. I'm about an hour north of New York City. So it's, uh, it's, it's pretty suburban here. People think New York and they think uh, it's all metropolis and uh, it gets pretty rural pretty quick. So we're really happy we are. We're in a, the Hudson Valley, specifically Orange County. Um, you know, the whole county is about 300,000 people and uh, we've, been, we've been very happy here. Well, good. So let's go ahead and get, get into some of your background. What, uh, why chiropractic? Yeah, you know, um, I'd say my chiropractic journey started, um, you know, it's always like two ways. Somebody had a miracle story or like people didn't really know about it. They just thought it'd be a cool profession. Um, I was kind of in the middle. Um, eighth grade, I, we did some tests in home and career, you know, what are these like health classes? And uh, it was like an online test and said top professions were, you know, chiropractic, physical therapy, you know, just kind of these like health related fields, natural health related fields. And um, I knew, you know, essentially I was, I was like, well, that, that sounds great. And I, and I was like, yeah, I, I like the idea of those professions. So I kind of like bought into those tests and I agreed with it. And so I always thought it was going to be most likely leaning towards chiropractic or physical therapy. Um, around my, so- I forget exactly what it was. I think it was a sophomore or junior year. We actually had um, a great science teacher and really nice guy. And he was actually a chiropractor, just didn't make it in business. And he became a high school teacher. And uh, he painted a pretty grim picture of chiropractic as a, as a profession that uh, you can't make it. You don't even think about it in New York. Um, and, uh, you know, pretty, pretty morbid stuff about chiropractic, but he's definitely jaded. And, uh, you know, he's an NYCC grad, nothing against NYCC, the great, great docs come out of there, but you know, it just, it was just lacking a lot of principle, a lot of drive. And it was just his model of care was all insurance driven, probably sitting in the office waiting for people to come to him. So he painted this grim picture and, you know, naive kid, I, I kind of bought into that. I was like, Hey, you know, uh, maybe this isn't what I want to do. So I thought physical therapy and I did this whole year-long internship my senior year, and I was like, this is boring. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to do this. I didn't jive with that, so I was kind of like, ah, I don't know what I'm going to do, to be honest. Um, went to undergrad, and, you know, I, I was like, I don't know about you. You sound like you're probably a pretty good kid, but I was like a rebellious kid and um, in a lot of ways and just got a lot out of my system in undergrad. You know, I was like, I was on a wrestling team, you know, probably getting in trouble, just not really having – not really like knowing my direction whatsoever and just uh, just not happy. You know, here I was probably having, I look, from the looks of it, having a time in my life, partying and having all this fun. But deep down, I'm like, nah, something's missing here. I have no idea what I'm doing um, and I'm not happy about it. So it just broke all the time. And, you know, I just hated that that feeling and just kind of kind of grew up that way too, just not having a ton. And I, I didn't want that my whole life. You know, I wanted to have more. Um, it, was, it was my... Junior year in college, at a bar, go figure, at that time, and there was this great guy that I was friends with, and he just, you know, kind of knew him as an acquaintance, and I said, uh, hey, what are you doing this, this upcoming weekend, whatever, and he's like, I'm going to visit my buddy, um, you know, and then we start talking, I was like, who's your buddy, he goes to a different college, he said, his parents are chiropractors, and I was like, oh, that's cool, I was like, what's, what's that like for them, do they enjoy it, he's like, he's like man, he's like, he's like, they help a ton of people, they get a successful office, you know, they got all this money, and you know, I'm like, I like light bulbs went off for me. I'm like, wait, like, you can like have fun, help a lot of people, and make a good living being a chiropractor. And literally, like, that was my aha moment. Like, how funny is that? Like, yeah. that was my aha moment that I'm going to be a chiropractor. So that night at that bar, all stars aligned, and I'm like, I'm going to be a chiropractor. 
So, I mean, that's, that's really where it started. And, you know, I got my act together. You know, I moved out with all my friends. I lived on my own. I went to chiropractic school with a huge fear because here I was like a failure almost in school to get my act together. And I said, well, you know, the only thing I, the only thing I want to do with chiropractic school is not fail out. Right. That was like my one goal. Yeah, like, don't just... flunk out. So I go to it and uh, I get rid of I no smartphone, live on my own, no cable, no internet in my house. And I'm just studying. Right. Like that's and I'm like straight A's, Right. And but what I was missing is is like what what you would probably tell a lot of students to do. What what we tell students to do now is I was missing. I was here. I was I had all the school smarts, but I had no marketing smarts. I had no I mean, even my techniques were down. You know, I just everything that would make me a good chiropractor. You know, I'd be like training for the Olympics for, for wrestling, let's say. And all I'm doing is like reading a book about wrestling right. as opposed to like did it, getting my like feet dipped in it actually going through the moves, getting beat up. So, uh, you know, 11th quarter, you know, end of the line, I just get my act together and I, and I get a great mentor. I get a great group of friends. And, and But in doing that, you know, here was a guy who was uh, – everything I was doing at that point, I was really good at. I was one of the best in the room at, like, different things I did. And I had to go to being the worst in the room, <laughs> public speaking, you know, marketing, you know, taking, taking money for chiropractic, all, the, all these different things, you know, screenings and things like that. I became the worst and it was a very, very humbling experience and something I want to share later is that everybody needs to, you know, the, the, there's a common denominator that I see for, for successful chiropractors um, and, and this is most of the time, right? But the, the common denominator I almost always see is that they're very humble, they're, they're willing to, to get beat up, right? And that's in business, right? I'm right. sure you it's life. yourself. Yeah. It's like, you know, I mean, there's days, you know, it's, it, but early on it's so hard when you have to break these husks that you've been telling yourself your whole life and these lies you've been telling yourself and these expectations of yourself and to get to the next level. Like, see, I wasn't born with that. Like, my, That wasn't ingrained in me. Some people it's ingrained in a little bit more than others. So it's very, very hard to do that. And, uh, you know, we open up here and it's been, it's, it was a struggle at first, but it's just been, it's been a dynamite ever since. We've been open five, uh, five almost six years now. It's, it's amazing to believe two children and, you know, the first, First four years were our major growth years. Forging, it was it was two hundred and fifty the first year, two fifty so five hundred seven fifty thousand almost almost to like the visit number. So in four years we got to these great numbers, and it was it was a ride. You know what I mean? It was like a total ride, and I couldn't have done it. I couldn't have done it without the people in my life and uh, the people that are in Amps that I'm with. Yeah, that's great. So yeah, so you were seeing two fifty a week your first year. Yeah, yeah. By the end of our first year, and to me, that I wasn't content with that. Yeah, you know, I knew people doing more, and I'm like, I I need to do more. You know, that's just that's who we surround ourselves with. Right. Yeah. So now you're seeing right at a thousand a week. Yeah, yeah. You know, we we were we were cruising. You know, we're we're about to hit eleven hundred. You know, ten eighty on a consistent basis, and then something happened with our staff, and it kind of fell out. You know, some help I had, kind of fell out, and uh, that was very tough. That was some of the, like that was last year around this time and a little bit sooner. And that was some very, very tough times where I had to sort of take all those people and then, then they're just there for me. And uh, so so we're in this space right now, we're very comfortable with that nine hundred to a thousand. Very comfortable there. Um, and we have LOIs out for bigger spaces and that's I mean that's that's where it's at, you know, have such an impact that you're you know, it's you're not looking at downsides. I mean, we need to get, we need a bigger, there's a need for it. It's growth. Yeah. You know, like part of me is like, ah, you know, we could ride this out. We got a low overhead, you know, we got a solid staff now, you know, and we could totally ride this thing out. But I'm like, 
people are hungry for it. You know, in the last four months, we kind of turned off our marketing machine. You know, we're just like, or cut it in half because we just, we're like, hey, you know, the space-wise, we're just, we're, we're, we're kind of capped. Right. It's, it's very interesting. Do you have any associates? We do have one associate. Yeah. Yeah, we have one associate, and he's, he's awesome. That's yeah. great. Okay, so it'd be, uh, I mean, I've heard of people seeing that many number, you know, that yeah. number with one, but that's, that, that'd wear you out. Yeah, you know, and, and that's what happened to me is that I, I got back to the, I was used to having some help, and then I was back to myself. Yeah. So I was doing it all by myself. And when when I was doing it all by myself and I was used to it, I could handle it. But when I got used to this different pace, then I had to go back to myself. It was it robbed a lot of the joy of practice for me. Yeah. You know, and, and that's not a good place to be when you need, when you're at a 1,000, everything needs to be dialed in perfectly. Like the way you eat, the way my day goes, the preparation for the day, like every day needs to be dialed in. And so it, it wasn't tiled in, you know, mentally. So yeah. it was very, very tough. And then I, I would imagine even just physically. Physically, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's a lot. That's an awful lot. So yeah. what do you, um, d- just share some nuggets with us. I mean, right now I know there's docs listening going, gosh, I would love to be at 250 a week, much less yeah. 500 to 1,000 a week, you know. Um, what advice can you give those docs listening? Well, you know, and I want to say this, there's a caveat to this, that I don't, I don't promote, you know, a thousand week offices. You know, I, I, I'd say, you know, a lot of times what we'll see is when we look at the numbers and this depends on the style of practice. Now, the, if your style, of, so I need some caveats before I even give advice, because if, if your style of practice is, you know, you want to see low volume, but charge a lot, that's okay. But what people need to understand is if you're going to not see a lot of people and charge a lot, you need to build a tremendous amount of value. You know, right. if you're charging that much per visit. So, you know, either way you look at it, you're going to have to build a lot of value. And I know you're a big value guy, you know, when I listen to your podcast. So, um, you know, I don't promote the thousand-week office, and I never wanted a thousand-week office. It was a number I always saw, and, you know, how it happened was I remember the first time I hit 100. I was like, well, I can do more. That was hard, I can do more. I hit 200. That was hard, but I can do more. And then people were just showing up, and we're just, it's like I can handle it. You know, it really didn't feel like work until, like, true work on my body until like 758.50 a week, you know, but that's, uh, I'm using a, I'm using an analysis that's efficient. I'm using an analysis and a technique that only calls for adjusting somebody three to four, you know, look, uh, segments per visit, you know, a torque release technique. Um, so, you know, every, that's just our style, right? And, but I see values in our style because that style of practice, it's a ton of energy. You're helping a lot of people. You're able to see the whole families. It's very, very fulfilling. So what I say is, you know, some people hear those numbers and they're just like, ah, you know, they seem negative. I'll tell you, come and visit my practice because, some, you know, our number one thing is connection. And I actually have some tips that I want to give for connecting with people on, a, on an efficient basis. We're all love. I mean, it is all love. I'm not just like, I don't tell people don't talk to me. I'm just going to adjust you. Like, lay down and shut up. Like, it is all love in our practice and people need to experience that. So you need to really see it. Um, so, you know, that's our style of practice, you know, high value that people, you know, another thing is people may think that um, people aren't charging, but if people are charging, getting paying for every single visit, even the kids, everybody's paying in this model, high retention rates, we have wonderful retention rates. So all these different things, we can really plug holes in these things saying, hey, it's not really true um, what you may have seen. If you do these things right and you connect right, you can do this. Um, so, you know, Get to 300, see how it feels, right? And then and then get these systems in place and move on. And and the systems that it takes to do this are a whole other story. That's a whole other podcast, you know, a different time. 
But um, you know, some of these tips. The first thing is, you know, I think now we we're talking about this before we got on, is that you know you could you could get this great marketing team around you. You can get um, you know, you can market. You can screen all day. You can you can do the, the Facebook marketing, and you can get a ton of people flying into your office. But if if you're not right yourself, they're just going to fall right through. So you know, going across the country, we do this great thing with AMP and going to student bodies, and you know, I've been seeing these people these students and docs and opening your practices and there's a common denominator for success. And I'll tell you, you know, we all know it's not the grades they get in school, right? It's not a, it's not even their ability to speak. Some people think, you know, I, we've, we've mentored and we've I've seen people that have win one talk to tick competitions to fall flat in practice, right? And we've seen people that, that know the philosophy and maybe their parents are chiropractors. Sometimes these people have it the hardest because they saw their parents do it one way, and they're like, well, I'm just going to do it just like them, not realizing that when they saw their parents doing it, their parents were already 10 years in the practice. They didn't see their parents forging that practice and what right. it took. And they didn't know that today's, today's society and today's expectations and, and how different things are, you know, not just for these referrals from the 80s or 70s. So, um, you know, there's some, there's some common denominators, and this all goes back to really being humble and very hardworking. And, and as we know, there's no growth without stress. And I think people... And it's like how the more you can take is the more you're willing to grow. And so in the early on, you can't really handle very much. You know, you hear these numbers, you're like, well, how do you handle that? Well, you handle it by constantly just putting yourself at, you know, success comes at the border of chaos and comfort. What is comfort? <laughs> yeah, something like that, right. <laughs> you know, so you need, to, you need to find those bounds. And, you know, people are always talking about boundaries. And it's like, well, sometimes, you know, it's not boundaries. Some people are always talking about balance. And sometimes being balanced is being totally unbalanced, right? Like meaning sometimes, yeah, you have all this free time, but to remain in balance, sometimes you need no free time and you need to totally stress yourself and push yourself and you need to find balance in that and want to stay towards the middle, but sometimes you need to be totally unbalanced. So um, that's, if you really want to grow, if you really want to impact a lot of people, if you really want, you know, nice financials in your practice, you need to know those differences and, um, you know, willing just to, just to get beat up. To humble yourself. We recommend students doing this. You know, not waiting till you're in the field to start beating yourself up. You know, get beat up. Go screen. Go do talks. Go business to business. Go do a lunch talk. Whatever it is, do it as soon as possible. Get beat up. Make mistakes. But we say when you fail, you fail fast. You know, you just you mess up. You make notes. You move on. You know, you need these. You need to thicken thicken your skin. And and the, one of the main things is is just. You know, taking taking accountability for yourself. I remember I had I had more excuses than than anybody. You know, for most of my time in in under in undergrad and and in chiropractic school, and and I believed my own excuses. But my I, I the best thing I ever did was I got a wonderful mentor, in Dr. Jeremy Hess, and he'd always say the same thing. He say excuses are like toilet bowls. Everyone has them. They all stink. You know, and he'd say it to me all the time. And yep. so I'd be I'd be late. Here I would, I'd be, uh, you know, running late to his office, but literally I'm going right through Atlanta. And I'm like, well, there's an accident. He's excuse to toy pulls. Everyone has me all stinking. You make me, you know, get, get mad at me. And, it, and myself, I would get upset. I'm like, there was an accident. What could I have done? And then I had an epiphany. If it was important enough to me, then I would, I know it land traffic. I would have left 45 minutes earlier. Right? So, you know, but I was, I was believing my lies. And that one thing kind of set this whole path in my life where I'm saying, wow, well, I was believing this lie, right? I don't know if you ever had experience like that. In your oh life, yeah, but, absolutely. You know, and, yeah. and I think we I think we do that. You know, we have these pity parties for ourselves. 
You know, and, and then just the last thing when it comes to ourself is that, you know, chiropractic just works so well. And we just had a conference this past weekend, you know, there was a technique conference here in our office. And I just talked to docs. And it's always, it's, you have these conversations, it's always like the next best thing, right? Like the next best thing, well, I just got to go to this seminar. I'm going to go to this seminar next week. And I'm going to this seminar. I'm hearing this talk. I'm going to this thing. And then I'm, I'm trying this in our office. But you know what? This is all for in five years and I'm going to go to this state. And then in this state, I'm going to get enough money. I'm going to go to this state. And that's what you hear in chiropractic. It's always this grass is greener. And I'll tell you, that's just, it's just, you know, just stop searching. And I just want to tell chiropractors just to stop searching. You have it. It's called chiropractic. It works amazing. You know, if you have a specific technique, it works amazing. You're going to get amazing results. A nutritionist in the office just two weeks ago, great mom, you know, got her kids under care and everything. And uh, she's like, why don't you guys sell nutrition here? And nothing against it. I just said, because you know what? I'd rather people be asking me questions about chiropractic than nutrition. You know, I'm willing to, to lose that 10 bucks I could sell in the pills just to talk more about chiropractic. It's going to add value to chiropractic. So stop searching. You know, just, just connect with chiropractic. Learn to love chiropractic. Get chiropractic to the people. And that's the best marketing advice I can give. You know, just being true to chiropractic. If you just do chiropractic, you're going to get great results. Um, well, so, let me ahead. ask you this, because yeah. I know there's docs wondering, and I know different states are different in state laws and stuff, but I'm just asking, are, are you guys doing like a membership type model? Yeah, it, it is. Yeah. It is. Well, you know, and, and you know, it's, it's a payment plan model. So there's different okay. ways people can pay, you know, and so it's not, um, nothing, every, every visit has a fee. So if yeah. we recommend X amount of visits, they have to pay for X amount of visits, but we do no contracts in our office. If someone stops, we just get square. You, you came in for 10 visits, you owe us for 10 visits. That's how we do it. And we do recommend time and plans. You know, people do need a plan. And, you know, we, we could say all day people don't want it. Yeah, people don't want it. People also don't want to go to the gym. Kids also don't want to go and get braces, but they need it. So you know what? We're going to educate you. We're going to give you, empower you. You're going to make that decision. We close most people that come in and actually hear what we have to say and see their findings. Most of them come under care. Most of them remain under care for a long, long time. Um, you know what? They, they, need a, they need a plan. You know, they, they've been beating up their spine their whole lives. Of course they need a plan to fix it up and, and to get it moving properly and, and functioning properly, you know, in regards to nervous system and structure. So, yeah, you know, we have, we're very, we're very adamant about that. We're very adamant about not paying per visit. You know, we're very adamant about that because then it's in the symptom base and you could say these different things. But just from a doc perspective, too, do you want to go on vacation? Well, guess what? I'm going on vacation this coming week on Wednesday and uh, the, the money's still coming in. Let's put it right. that way. If you want to talk finances, because it's on, you know, it's, it's just like the gym. If every, if every time I had to go to the gym, I had to put down 10 bucks, I wouldn't be going to the gym. But that's why they do it monthly. Right. So that's that's why we do it that way. So, yeah, you know, and then they have an option to prepay as well. So, yeah, that's how we do it. Well, what else you got for us? Well, you know, a couple. One thing, and I think this may go against the grain, um, and, and you know, I think for most people, but chiropractic is a different profession. And and you know what, you, you may have me on here in three years if you choose to. <laughs> if I don't blow this, um, you may have me on here again, and I may change my tune to this. Right? This could just be because I, I'm just I've been doing this and it's been working, but I may change my tune. I have changed my tune to this a little bit now that we're six years open. But the idea um, that somebody's not a good fit in your office and you just let them go, that idea um, I don't jive with. You know, especially every chiropractor wants to say to, to do for this, to give for the sake of giving and to do, to serve, to give, to love. 
Uh, but not that person that questions innate intelligence. I'm going to send them out the door. I'm saying next to that person, right? I'm just saying, hey, next. I don't want that person. You know, here, you know, here, and here's a lot of reasons for this. Um, I, I believe that if they're not meant to be there, then your systems of your office, they're just naturally not going to comply, and, and they're going to move out on their own. You do your very best. You connect. You do your very best. We're not saying you're trying to pull somebody uphill, but if you have great systems in your office, they're going to weed people out on their own. But I, I, I can't say to this day, Billy, that I've gone up to somebody and said to them, hey, you know what? Uh, Sally, you're not a good fit here. Um, we're not going to keep you. And I've had some people do some appalling things, right? You know, just some different things um, or just be really negative people. And it's very easy to dismiss them. But um, I don't believe in doing that. And I believe that we should care for them. I believe a couple different things. You know, maybe it's I'm in New York, so I get a lot of tough people. I'm used to it. Maybe I just wanted to forge so hard. I, I wanted to grow our practices. I never want to turn anybody away. But I think if you keep these people, these people that that probably everywhere they go, they're probably the ones giving bad Yelp reviews. <laughs> they're right. they're probably the ones you know uh, complaining all the time to different managers. I think these people need it the most, and I think we need to reach these people. I you know I do. I think it's going to teach you a lot about yourself. I think sometimes you may have insecurities, and so if you just turn these people away, they're just going to allow you to keep you know expressing those insecurities as opposed to saying no. You know I'm going to find out about myself. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it my mission to connect to this person and make this person love this office and love their care. And, and I know it's very different. You know, most, even in marketing, it's saying, hey, just keep, keep your camp. And I do believe that. I do believe you should market towards your camp. I do believe all that. But I think there's something to keeping people around. I, I think um, it's going to build you uh, much stronger of a person if you could do this as well. You know, these people are those. Go ahead, Bill. Yeah, what are you going to say? Yeah. I think what's strong about that is – the more, the more different types of people that you are able to connect with says a lot about who you are as a person. Whenever you can only connect with that one niche of patient, well, that means you have growth to do. And so whenever you say, you know what, dude, this guy is just a real pain in the butt. Uh, he's, he's just arrogant. He's just, and you see him on the books and you kind of, oh man. But whenever you can tell yourself, you know what, I'm going to connect with this guy. I'm going to find out a way to get this guy to open up and really connect with him. And when you can start doing that with all different types of people, it makes you a more valuable, more well-rounded individual. And that's one of the things that I've told my kids, my oldest one, Brady. Uh, one of the great things about him, I mean, it, I'm not just trying to brag on my kids, but you can sit him down. You know, he's 18. He can sit down with somebody 65, man or woman. And hold a conversation for 45 minutes to an hour and be totally engaged in it the whole time where not everybody that age would. They just wouldn't feel comfortable. You know, right. And I've taught him, look, you've got to be comfortable with people. And so I think that's a lot of what you're saying too. When you can get over that and say, you know what? This guy makes me uncomfortable, so I don't want to see him. I mean, it's your business. Literally, you can do what you want, but sure. um, they need it and yeah. then you need it to grow also. So very good point. Yeah, and you know, I think it's it's not just the the tough people. You know, I think for myself growing up, you know, uh, not having a lot, I think you know, being around people that came in with a lot of affluence, that was almost intimidating for me. So I, you know, maybe could have turned myself off to that whole population of people. You know, or or then, you know, maybe maybe people that that have nothing. You know, so we, you know, one thing we love this this quote from this pastor. Um, 
he's out in uh, Potter's house. Chris, Chris uh, I forget his name. But this pastor, he uh, he said, be like tofu. You know, you just, you know, tofu has no flavor, but whatever it's in, it just sucks up the juice of that. So, you know, wherever you are, you just want to suck up the juice of that person, meet them where they're at. And then, and then your goal is if they're down here, you just slowly build them up to your level. And that's what I love being able to do. Because some, some of the best practice members, right, started off this way. Some of our biggest refers. Because if you can make a believer out of a skeptic, then that person's sold. And I and I believe that I believe that over and over again, and I believe that in myself too. When I'm skeptical about something, and I actually get over it, it's like it's like some of your best friends are the people that you didn't like at first. You uh, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's funny how these things can happen, though. Yep. So. Yeah, we had a situation. Gosh, years ago, right out of high school, I went to work for uh, Willie George Ministries up in Tulsa, and I was at their I was a counselor at their youth camp. And I've always been one of these types of people. I get along with, with just about everybody. Had a lot of friends in school. <clears throat> and the first week was just all the counselors getting to know each other. And we went through all this training and stuff. And there was one guy there that I just wanted to punch in the face. I mean, his he was arrogant. We didn't get along. He didn't like me. I didn't like him. It was obvious. And, I mean, there's you know a couple hundred counselors there. Maybe not quite that many. Um, then I remember when they started doing bunk assignments and you had to have a buddy bunk and stuff. I remember thinking, okay, just not him. Come on. And sure <laughs> enough, they're like, Billy, Eddie, y'all are buddy bunk. So for the whole summer, we had to be, we had to partner up. And, but it taught me a lot. I mean, we became best friends and we even talked awesome. to it too. Why didn't we like each other? I don't know, you know, but <laughs> it, it really does, you know, it facing that stuff head on and using it to grow. Um, makes you a better person yeah and and you know what that i mean that's what it's all about is just just consistently growing yourself like if i would have looked five years ago if i would look in the future and said hey you know i'm going to be on a podcast you know and and i'm going to be say, having this big office or and all these different things you know I, I probably almost wouldn't have believed it you know but just it's just the consistent steps constantly getting out of your comfort zone Constantly improving yourself. You know, my why to this test, my why is that there's a better way. So I'm always just looking for a better way in myself. And it's kind of a, it's not the most fun thing because I put a lot of pressure on myself. Um, and you get to a point where you need to start balancing that pressure and that energy. So I've been really doing that lately, getting a lot more time for myself and really taking care of myself. And I'm, I'm taking off. I, you know, you hear, you hear the numbers, but like I have, I'm only working five shifts, maybe, you know, a week, five, six shifts. And, you know, we have things going on with Amp a lot too, but. I'm really finding ways to take care of myself, and I found that that's been very, very important as as I've gotten through this initial forging phase in order to keep this going, keep this momentum going. Well, and especially having sim- systems in place that allow you to be able to step back. You know, having an associate and you know being able to step back and everything still run, and you can you can work on your business, not in your business. Yeah, and I mean that's just it's it's very hard at first to let let a shift go and not even show up or let a talk go, um, but it gets pretty addicting. And and I love you know I've always loved delegating actually from the beginning, so it's not really hard for me to delegate. Um, I trust people relatively pretty quickly, and and I just I just let them know I say hey you know what if if if, if they don't do it perfectly or as good as me it's still going to be awesome you know and, and that's going to be okay you know they're going to get better constantly we'll keep training. Good stuff. Well, how can docs find out more about you and what you guys have going on at Amped? You know, let me tell you, you know, Amped is, uh, is, is really taken off in the last, you know, it's only three, about three years um, old now. And, 
you know, the conferences, we're filling conference centers. We need constantly constant conference centers. You know, last conference, last two conferences, we had 750 to 800 people in attendance. And the growth has just been phenomenal. It's just, it's very, very relevant. Um, it's, 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 it's results driven. And, you know, we're all the, the founders, the five of us, you know, we're just, we're in it daily. We're in the grind. And so we've utilized things like video modules. We use things like Facebook and secret groups and accountability groups that are just very, very relevant. It's not a big binder, but I want to tell people, you know, it's not a coaching program. You know, we're not going to call you and, and pull dead weight up a hill, just like you wouldn't want to do with any of your clients, Billy. You know, it's like if they want it, they got to get it and they got to ask you and, and they got to come to you. And so it's it's an amazing group, though, full of the, the best docs you could ever imagine. You know, I go to the conferences and I'm like, wow, man, I'm just so happy to be surrounded with these people, these butt kickers, young at heart, young docs. Um, and, and we did a cool study. I just want to share it. Um, this, we, we tested our 38 offices that opened up with AMPS. And uh, the average first week practice member visits was 88. So their very first week open, you know, this is from school or from associateship to opening. 88 visits their first week. They collected $24,000 their first month. Um, and they're able to cover their overhead all within the first month. So um, the, the results speak for themselves. It's very results driven. You know, we don't we don't just want to talk the talk. We we walk the walk in every essence of the word. So results driven. You can visit that at ampnow.com. If you want to check me out, ask me any questions, come visit our offices. We're open books. You know, we're not one of these these uh, these groups that um, first of all, there's no contracts with our group. But we're not one of these groups where we kind of close our doors. We have docs being able to come in and see it, and seeing is believing. Um, so you can come and visit our practice. And you can just find me on Facebook at uh, E-R-I-K Brower, Eric Brower, B-R or W-E-R. And, uh, you know, check check us out. Hit me up if you have any questions. Um, yeah, I look forward to connecting with, with anybody about the program or just in general. Well, Doc, thanks so much for being on. Great stuff. Thanks so much, Billy. Love the podcast and, and keep rocking. Thanks for all that you do for the profession. Thank you. You can find the show notes to this episode at kairokindy.com forward slash 082. I encourage you to do that. There's also going to be links there to AMPT and which I believe what's at ampnow.com and how you can get in touch with Dr. Eric if you needed to. But also, guys, take advantage of downloading this headache migraine campaign. Uh, it, it's If you want a simple way to get new patients consistently week in, week out, get this campaign. I mean, it's all done for you. There's very little that you need to tweak. Uh, Just, you know, your phone number, a couple of small things on there. I even give you the Facebook ads that you can do. But what's great is this campaign doesn't even have to just be headache. Uh, You can take this campaign, especially the way ClickFunnels works, you can duplicate everything that's in there and then tweak it for low back. And you can follow the same three-step system uh, that we use for the headache campaign. And you can do that for low back uh, or neck or whatever condition that you wanted to do. This this formula uh, is very, very effective. And it's what we use for you know a lot of the docs that I'm, I'm handling their marketing. Okay, so shh, don't tell them that I'm giving away you know all the secrets. Which, you know, there's a lot more that I do than this. But this right here... Uh, is a very simple way for you to to get new patients. So definitely take advantage. You can find the link to this at 
chirocandy.com forward slash zero eight two. But that's it. Hope you enjoyed this. Uh, make sure you share this with your friends. Uh, any other docs out there that you think would uh, find value to these shows, please uh, share them, pass them along. And also, uh, it, we always appreciate the love if you can write us a review on iTunes. That would be great. But that's it for today. I will quit rambling. I know the show's gone a little bit longer than normal, uh, but we will see you next week on another episode of Cairo Candy. See you.